Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. I'm here with your co-host Larry Levine. This is Daryl Amy and we're very excited about what we have to share with you today as we're always excited, right Larry? It's always exciting talking about how to drive conversation. It is and 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 that's really what we want to hone in on today is the art of driving conversation. And Larry, I know as, as we've been talking to um, our friends, our peers, sales reps out there, um, and and even uh, sales leaders out there in the in the world, it, it's becoming evident as we get involved more and more in social media that maybe we've kind of lost the art of driving conversation as sales reps. Well, I, I think so for one simple reason. That I was in a conversation this morning with somebody. We were talking about it. Is I think the reason why sales reps are struggling to start conversations is they're not having any conversations with, with people that they don't know. So if you think about it, it goes back to lack of prospecting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, and we still have to take care of our current customers and I'm not discouraging it, but I think what's happened is sales reps are getting used to having conversations with their current clients and they're not learning how to drive an open, honest conversation with somebody who doesn't know them. Thus, here's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And and as uh, as we always say, if you have an empty relationship funnel, you're going to have an empty sales funnel. And so how do you, you create relationships? Well, relationships are created by conversation. And in today's world, conversation is uh, face-to-face. Conversation also happens uh, digitally online through social channels. So today what we want to do in our podcast episode is explore how we can drive conversation both in face-to-face and online and how those two work together to help us establish new relationships and establish credibility. So, Larry, as we're thinking about this, um, you know, from your perspective, what do you think are the the things that, that someone should be thinking about when it comes to how do I drive conversation with uh, prospects that I don't really know yet? It, it, it's, a, well, a couple things. Uh, I look at it this way is we got to start as sales reps, we got to start thinking like an executive. And this is a comment I'm actually, you know, in the middle of a, of a conversation string right now mm. is sales reps have to stop thinking like a sales rep and they have to start thinking like a business executive. So what's that mean? If we want to engage in a conversation with somebody, let's think about, you know, their issues, their challenges that they may have from a CFO's perspective or a CIO's perspective that start educating ourselves thinking like that executive. And then maybe if we can start driving conversations around like minded things, as opposed to us trying to sell them something, because a lot of times the whole conversation with the sales rep is centered around, I want to meet with you so I can sell you something. Right. Exactly. As fast as I can. But if we flip it to say, you know what, I got to get, I have to get engaged and I have to create that mindset that makes me think like that executive, what's that executive going through? That's start one. I think Mm -hmm. the other thing too is just starting to educate yourself and then find commonalities where you can open up conversations with people. And that's the biggest struggle 
if sales reps just can't genuinely, authentically open up a conversation with somebody they don't know, right. what are the things that what are the things that sales reps can look for? Especially if we dabble in the social channels, there's so much information that I can find out about you, Daryl, in probably two minutes mm-hmm. that I could at least kickstart a conversation. The problem is, is most sales reps want to kickstart a conversation around setting up an appointment as opposed to kickstarting a conversation just to build a relationship. Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting because as you're saying that, I'm thinking back to the trust equation that we train around um, and trust equals credibility plus connection. And so as a sales rep, when it comes to driving conversation, there's got to be the credibility and the credibility comes from bringing real useful, helpful ideas to the table, right? And then the connection side comes down to the commonality. What do we have in common? Where's that personal connection? And I think a lot of times as sales reps, we either lean to one or the other. You know, there's that relational sales rep that's really good at, um, you know, (laughs) you think back to the good old days when, you know, you walk into someone's office, we still do it today. We look for the pictures and the awards and all of that. And we look for, hey, I went to that school too, That, that type of connection. There's that type of rep, the relational rep, and then there's the more logical rep that is is always uh, talking about um, adding value and ideas and strategies and all of that. And the reality is, is both of those need to come to the table to have conversation, because if I'm going to engage with you as a human being, I need to trust you, which means I need to, to like you <laughs> and I need to, to have a sense that you're going to bring something to the table that's going to help me. And and I agree with everything you're saying, but but here's the here's the reality. We live in a social world. Yes. And what sales reps don't realize, in fact, I was in a conversation yesterday with a dealer principal says, you know, I understand, you know, my sales reps have brand, but let's just set that aside. They just need to open up more conversations. I said the reason why they can't open up more conversations is we live in this world where you're judged based on what people find out about you or don't find out about you online first before they'll get engaged in a conversation. So this all pings back to sales reps have a brand whether they believe it or not. Sales mm-hmm. managers have a brand whether they believe it or not. Even business owners have a brand. Yeah. The yeah. problem is we're not taught how to market ourselves and proactively position ourselves to look like experts online. We may look like experts face to face and 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 I'm not discrediting that, but where I want to really point this conversation to is sales reps must be able to articulate, we talked about it in other episodes, they must be able to articulate a value proposition and share a story online to help them engage in a conversation, but they got to look good online. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't care if you leave, if you take all the outbound prospecting methodologies that are out there, if you co-call or email or you're doing drop buys or you're walking in somebody's office, at a certain point in time, they're going to go to that big fancy Google search bar. They're going to type in your name, and what's going to happen the minute they type in your name is going to determine if they get in a conversation with you or not. And that's just the cold hard facts. Yeah, that's the reality. I mean, technology has definitely brought us into the connection economy, and and uh, you know, I'm just quoting out of our our good friend Bernadette McClellan's <laughs> book, The Art of Commercial Conversation. Right? She says it allows an environment that provides transparency authenticity and contribution. And and the reality is, you know, in the old days before LinkedIn, before the internet, um, you know, you could create a a persona face to face, but uh, you know, nowadays, you know, the emperor has no clothes. If, If someone 
looks you up as a sales rep and incredible.com research showed that uh, 55% of buyers admitted to vetting a sales rep out online uh, based on what they did or did not find about them. And that research is already a couple years old. So we know it's more than 55% now based on trends that, that, that if you don't have the, the bring the goods in terms of, of your online profile and your online ability to drive conversation and bring value, you're not going to get the face-to-face opportunities these days. And I think that's one of the reasons that sales reps struggle to prospect. Like you said, you know, I'm, I can drive conversation with a client I already know, but I'm struggling to drive conversation with the prospects. And, you know, maybe the, the cold glass of water in the face is people don't want to talk to you because they don't think you have any value to add. And it's yeah, not that you don't have value to add, because I, I believe sincerely that most sales reps who've been involved and apply themselves at some level and gone to some training have value to add. But if you don't express that value online, you know, you look like that empty suit online. You look like someone that has no substance. So the buyer prospect looks at it and they vet you out and you're out of the deal before you even get a chance to be involved in the deal because you're not able to drive conversation since you have an added value. Well, you know, and, and I agree, but I'll, I'll, I'll throw some more even icy cold water in this thing is, <laughs> you know, I hold the sales reps accountable. I hold the sales managers accountable and I hold the owners of these companies accountable for not making it a priority to help their sales reps build a brand and help them better engage with not only their clients, but future clients, it all goes back to blocking and tackling. Yes. And, you know, we all go, hey, we're running around doing stuff. You know, that's the classic, you know, excuse I get from every sales rep. So we're out doing stuff. Well, come on, I've been a sales rep before. Yeah. I know the stuff you're doing. And, you know, if we start having them account for their time, I bet you half the time can be reallocated towards things like this that proactively market themselves. It just goes back to practice. And, you know, this might be a topic of a whole nother conversation. No one's practicing the art of building their brand. No one's practicing the art of opening up a conversation because all we're really focused on yeah. is the immediate thing. What's in your funnel 30, 60 days from now? Not, hey, what's in your relationship funnel? How many new conversations are you starting? Because we all know, Daryl, if you're not starting any new conversations, you're not adding anything to the pipeline. This is not going to, I mean, this is not going to happen. Well, I want to go back uh, to something you said uh, just a, a minute or two ago, and it reminded me of a conversation I had yesterday with, with I'm going to put my marketing hat on for a minute, but I think this this parallels to sales in today's world very well, uh, was, uh, was working with a, a company that uh, we'd been working to drive traffic to their website. So they were doing, you know, on the marketing side, companies do search engine optimization, they get you know ranking in Google, drive traffic, but there was an interesting measure uh, that I think that I wish we could measure for salespeople. But on a website, we can measure something called the bounce rate. So we see the number of people that come to the website and consume one page and leave. <laughs> That's the bounce. Right. They got they bounce. They hit the back button. And so we looked at this company. Their bounce rate was really high. It was actually seventy nine percent. So eight out of ten people that came to the website bounce they left so we started diagnosing some of the problem and there were a number of things but at a very high level the real issue was the website didn't have any substance so it looked pretty the brand looked great but there wasn't any substance there they didn't have a blog they didn't really have much content for somebody right. to consume so while someone that 
came to the website might get a brand impression on this company. They certainly didn't stay. And as a result, you know, there were there weren't really any leads coming through it. So the solution to the problem was to start to bring some substance to the website. And I think to your point earlier, companies need to uh, equip their reps. You know, if, if you're a business owner, a sales manager or a marketing manager, I, you know, I would really challenge you if you want your sales reps to engage in conversation, to start equipping them with more articles and content that they can share to drive conversation around. But the parallel for the rep on this bounce rate thing is how many people come to your LinkedIn profile, search you out online and hit the, you know, hit the back button. No, and but I, I don't have a marketing hat to put on because I'm I'm sales all the time, twenty four seven. But I do I do understand your world only because we hang out all the time. But I, you know, I want to take that example that you just shared, and, and I think it was spot on. So let's look at that and how that relates to a sales rep. And this is what I really want to drive home to sales reps. So let's just use a website, a company's website's designed to do exactly what you were talking about, right? Yes. What sales reps need to realize is just as a company website educates, makes that company look relevant, right? Positions yeah. as, as subject matter leaders in their community, in their industry, in their particular vertical, a sales rep must be able to do that with their LinkedIn profile. So what I did as a sales rep and what I coach sales reps on is your LinkedIn profile is a window into who you are as a business professional. Yeah. Yeah. But what happens is sales reps will spend countless hours and countless amounts of money on their wardrobe to go to work. Yes. But they don't spend one healthy dime on how they look online because they think, oh, it's not going to happen to me. So let's just take a look at that. You can go to my profile right now. And when I connect with people, when they say, where can I find out more information? I said, you can go a couple places, right? You can go to the Social Sales Academy website or you can spend 10 or 15 minutes on my LinkedIn profile and you will see webinars. There'll be PDFs, there'll be educational material, there'll be links to articles that I've written. Yeah. Now what I've done is now I'm keeping people engaged on my profile and you know, and I live in my profile to begin with, but then I can go to who's viewed my profile and I'm seeing the same consistent people hit my profile all the time, which means they're finding useful information on there. Mm. So we gotta think like that as a sales rep. Yeah, so going along the theme of today's conversation is how do we drive conversation with uh, with prospects? I think the the first thing that's coming out very loud and clear is we live in a try before you buy type economy, and and what I mean by that is we live in an economy where before someone's going to invest time talking to you face to face and meeting with you, they're probably going to check you out online and see if you have something to offer, and you've got to be able to demonstrate both credibility um, and commonality or connection uh, online. Well, and, well, I mean, this is think about this and, and, and to further your point, okay? If, if I'm a CFO, I don't care, I'm some high level business executive, Daryl, you're right, and you're trying to sell me something and I'm looking to invest triple digits, right? I'm looking to invest well over $100,000 with you and your company. Mm-hmm. You better, you better damn well believe I'm going to start vetting these people out inside these organizations. Who are these people that I might be in a business relationship with? And first and foremost, it starts with the person who's going to start it, and that's you, right? Absolutely. So why, why, would I, why would I, as a business executive, sign an agreement 
any purchase agreement, any kind of agreement that's gonna bind my company to yours with a sales rep who don't even initially look good. Absolutely. Well, and, and if you think about the stuff that we're selling nowadays, you know, in today's connection economy, it's not just social connection, it's it's that the the solutions and services uh, that that most of us sell are profoundly integrated into our our clients' companies. You know, whether you're selling a uh, you know a software as a service or cloud based offering, um, whether you're you're selling even hardware, um, you know, you think of, of hardware going on a computer network, for example. I mean, those things are tightly integrated. They have security implications. It's not like 20 years ago where the stuff we sold kind of stood on its own and the relationships we had were kind of kind of stood on its own. We live in a very interdependent economy. And what that means is the stakes are a lot higher for buyers. And so buyers are really vetting out the people and the companies that they're going to work with because the cost of failure is really high. So as a sales rep, we need to realize that and, and, and set ourselves up appropriately online so that the foundation of driving conversation with prospects is being able to have that that credible profile um, and so as we're as we're wrapping this up today and I think this is this is going to bridge over into a two-part podcast um, where next week we talk about how do we actually drive that conversation um, I think the the reality that's emerging here is is people that sales reps that want to drive conversation really need to focus on making sure their online presence, their LinkedIn profile, their Twitter feed adds value and positions them as as beyond subject matter experts. That's kind of thrown around, but positions them as someone that can really bring helpful advice and knowledge and credi- credibility to the table. Well, you, I mean, you're you're so very true, and it's not to say that's the wherewithal be with all. We're not it's saying the foundation. It's the foundation, and it and it's so interesting because you can't build a house without the foundation. And there's there's so many things now. If we look back when our career started, none of this was around, right? Right. The way we built credibility, the way we engaged in conversation, was phone and face to face, and that was it. I mean, I'm talking pre-internet. Pre Google, pre everything, pre computer, payphone days, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, now, now I'm now I'm dating myself, but now if we look at it now, we have to we have to realistically how do we marry all of this together? Yeah. At a street level, that's going to help us do one thing: sell more and position us as that credible person that's going to engage somebody in a conversation. Because I, I mean, we're on a you know I love this conversation because it's near and dear to my heart, but Sales is difficult to begin with. I think sales reps make it even more difficult when they don't pay attention to the modern tools that allow them to do their job better. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because as we talk to organizations about their social selling strategy, one thing that we hear over and over and over again is, uh, yeah, the, 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 the profile, that's all right. We got that. We got that nailed. We just teach us how to prospect. Right. Teach us the techniques to, to go get more business. And those those techniques and prospecting are important, critical. But like the house, if there's no foundation, you know, if you build the house on sand, it's going to collapse. And we can prospect all day long, just like that company was driving all this traffic to the website 
but the bounce rate was 80% because there was no substance on the back end. As sales reps, we can learn all the techniques, all the tricks, all the strategies to prospect digitally, but if we don't continually maintain and position ourselves and upgrade our value, um, that we're, then, then we're, we're wasting our time prospecting in today's world because we're going to get vetted out like that. Well, you know, it, it, and that, and that's just, that's cold hard facts. It is. And, 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 it, and it just goes back to, it, it just amazes me. It, you know, we always say, you know, the S-bomb rolls uphill and the S-bomb rolls downhill. That's right. And, and, it, and, it all, and it all starts at the top. And the leaders of these organizations have to realize the importance that their sales reps have to look good. They have to look good face to face. They have to look good online. They have to bring the goods face to face, and they have to back it up online to validate. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I could I could randomly I could go I can go into my LinkedIn newsfeed right now, and randomly pick ten sales reps, and I'm sure they're great quality people. Right. But if I'm judging, if I'm going to engage in conversation with any of these ten, I'm probably not going to engage in any of them because. Based on what I see online, why would I even want to talk to them? That's right. That's right. So and I'm another sales rep. I, yeah, absolutely. Well, and so this is, you know, we're all about on the Selling from the Heart podcast, we're all about uh, being raw, honest, genuine. Um, as as you're listening to this, you're, you're a part of a, a growing group of salespeople that really want to become an elite core of difference makers out there. So... Every week, we leave you with a challenge. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, by the way, welcome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing this with your friends. Um, Go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. Um, But every week, we leave you with a challenge. So as we're talking about this, this art of conversation, what do we want to challenge you with this week is to go check out your foundation. Check out your online presence. Put on glasses of a decision maker and ask yourself, what are three things I could do uh, to my personal online presence to make me look more credible, to bring more value to the people that, uh, that come and vet me online, to, 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 to set myself up so that when people look at me, they find someone that is full of ideas, full of resources, and well-connected. And that's going to form the foundation for next week's uh, conversation we'll have, uh, which is how do we then take and build on that foundation and drive conversation? What techniques work to drive conversation? I know we'll have lots of great ideas. So uh, I, I got to throw one in here. Throw I, it in, Larry. I, dude, I would be remiss if I didn't throw a pucker up question out there. All right. Lay it on us. You know me well. I said, you know, and you, you just asked it for sales reps to look at three great questions, right, and review that? Yes. How about taking it one step farther? How about go face-to-face with your top five clients, sit down at their desk, pull up your LinkedIn profile, and ask them, based on what you see on my LinkedIn profile, if we did this all over again, would you buy from me? Oh, ouch. That dude, that is a very tough question. It's gonna, you're gonna have to be comfortable in your own skin on this one. Yeah. But you, the reason why I, I, I really nail in on this, Daryl, is it's the importance of it, right? And what better way to get open, honest feedback than go right back to your top clients who hopefully know, like, and trust you and ask for some open, honest feedback? 
That's really good. That's really good. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Next week, we'll be diving deeper into the art of driving conversation with our prospects. Um, And in the meantime, we want to challenge you to ask the tough questions, be raw, honest, authentic, and most of all, sell from the heart. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.